This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show is your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guests I interview, your input is value. If it's in the news, on TV, or at the movies, whether political, social, economic, or whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Thursday from 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. Churchstaffing.com has hundreds of free job listings for pastors, secretaries, maintenance, and IT. Get a job you truly care about. Go to churchstaffing.com, churchstaffing.com. You are a smart person. You know what side the butter goes on. You can't help but bark up the right tree. You even know who let the dogs out. So in your search for the perfect job, why aren't you using MotorCityHelpWanted.com? Where smart people like you know the easy way to find a local job. Millions of other smart people know they can upload their resume for free in just minutes. Plus, it's smart and mobile friendly, just like that uh, science guy. So, smart person, use that freakishly large noodle and find a job on MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Long name, amazing results. Okay, voice of my car, please program the location coordinates for my new job interview. I cannot comply with that request. Did you say no? You don't want to drive that far to work. It makes you cranky. I don't get cranky. I recommend MotorCityHelpWanted.com. My car is giving me career advice? It's free, and uploading your resume is faster and easier than ever. You will find hundreds of great local jobs within easy driving distance. Okay, fine, I'll do it. Have I ever steered you wrong? Well, technically, I do the steering. Ha 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 Easy to use and easy to apply. MotorCityHelpWanted.com. Long name, amazing results. Don't miss Run to Win with Daryl Wood. The United Nations Population Council, well, they're out with more dire pronouncements. They seem to think uh, that the uh, population is on a tack, which may mean population disaster in terms of a population explosion. By the year 2100, they're saying that there are certain countries that are growing way too fast. And at the same time, people are starting to live way too long. I mean, that's the takeaway message. If you are reading the information that they are presenting in their latest report, what they're saying is is that even though birth rates in some countries may be slowing down, uh, that trend may be being offset by the fact that people are living longer, which in their mind equates to a dire population explosion scenario. All this talk about saving the environment is really a gateway conversation to talking about paring back the population. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, weekdays at 4 p.m. Ramsey Solutions presents Chris Brown's True Stewardship. What if American households today got serious about stewardship? Not some old historic church word and not some fundraising campaign, but true biblical stewardship, managing God's blessings, God's way for God's glory. Welcome to Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Here's your host, Chris Brown. Well, hello, folks. I am coming to you from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. This is Chris Brown's True Stewardship. And folks, listen up. This is, can you believe it, the 50th episode of Chris Brown's True Stewardship. It is so hard to believe. This is the show where we talk about those good things that we do in life and those not-so-brilliant things that we do in life as well. We are reclaiming stewardship, and God has a lot to say about money and about living this life intentionally for His glory. Much more about that at stewardship.com. Again, that's stewardship.com. Our phone lines are open, 866-357-3200. 
83. Did you hear me? This is the 50th episode. We are jacked up around here at Ramsey Solutions and uh, so jacked up that I decided that I would have a sit-down conversation with the one and only Dave Ramsey. And so just a few days ago, we got some time to kind of get you know, with him and to have a discussion. So we met over in his studio on the other side of Ramsey Solutions. And um, we had, we sat down, we had a little chat and we kind of just reflected on these first 50 episodes. It has been amazing, uh, just an amazing time to serve you. And so we sat down, we had a little chat and uh, I want you guys to hear it. Check this out. Well, folks, this is a very special episode. This is the 50th episode. Can you believe it? The 50th episode of Chris Brown's True Stewardship. And I am here in studio at Ramsey Solutions with the one and only Dave Ramsey. And so we're so excited about this. It's been incredible. Dave, thank you so much for being on. 50 episodes. Hey, guys, if you look deeply into your radio, you see he's got more gray hair than he did. (laughs) Yeah, man, you're getting old. 50 whole episodes. Woohoo! And actually, that is very true about the gray hair. <laughs> hey, speaking of gray hair, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you remember your 50th episode? You no. Know, just a few weeks ago? No, no. That was, that, was, that, was in another, that was another century. I have no idea. I don't remember last week. Um, no, I, I do know when we get a hold of some of the old tapes from a decade or two ago that I sounded even more like a hillbilly than I sound now. So uh, you'll never get used to hearing your own tapes, and you have to listen to the podcast every day, and you never get used to it. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. You're well, doing great, man. This well, thing's kicking. Well, thank this you. It's a big deal. I have, I'm having a lot of fun. I, I, what I can't believe is it is every day. <laughs> it is every 24 hours. <laughs> so that's been uh, definitely, a, uh, definitely a challenge uh, for sure. But time is flying. I can't believe we're at 50 episodes already. And maybe that's the fact that it is every day. That's why got, we got to 50 so fast. So, so what, what is the biggest surprise so far for you? I mean, you've got 50 days under your belt now, 50 30-minute shows. And what's the biggest thing that you didn't see coming when you're on the outside of this project looking in? Well, of course, my heartbeat, our heartbeat is to serve people and to help people. But I've been shocked at how inspired I've been. I've been very inspired for people's uh, people's willingness to uh, be vulnerable, to be accountable, to say something out there in the public that I need help and and I want some instruction. And once you get that kind of advice, well, you got to do something with it. So that's been inspiring. It's also been inspiring for people who have called in and, and or emailed in and shared the big decisions they're making. Some of them are making some really big decisions. They're uh, pushing pause on their schooling or they're changing their complete uh, financial uh, dynamic at their home, um, doing some major um, relationship decisions. So that's been very, very inspiring. And, and then also, of course, those who are being very successful with their finances, mm-hmm. finances that's very mm-hmm. inspiring as well. So It makes it easy to come in and do the show. People say, how have you done that for 25 years? Because it's fun. Yeah. It's inspiring. The people, the calls, the people actually doing the stuff we talk about. Mm-hmm. And then it's also fun and rewarding to watch when God's truth intersects someone's life. When yeah. you talk about what Scripture says about money and that intersects someone's life and you you literally over the radio can see the light bulb come on over their head it's fun yeah you speak a lot about uh the light that went on in your head when you think about the hardest decisions that you made through your financial journey what were some of those hard decisions in the beginning you know i i think it was to deciding to go all in 
and, and say, whatever the Bible says, that's it. And anyone that disagrees with that would be known as wrong. Mm -hmm. And just going, I mean, I'm a hardcore evangelical to start with, and I kind of go that way anyway. But I didn't want to be pharisaical about it, but I wanted to obey the principles mm -hmm. and say the, the Lord is the Lord of my finances as well as everything else. Once that switch flipped, mm -hmm. then the other decisions were minor decisions after that. Then, yeah. I, then I always do a budget. I always tithe. I always stay out of debt. I don't co-sign. I always diversify my investments. I always, 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 yeah. because that's what Scripture says. And, and, you know, it really is not that hard once you make the big decision and say, hey, God's in charge and his word is telling me what to do because he's in charge. Yeah. You know, even my life and the, the journey that I've been on, um, you know, I, I look back and I think, well, I made a decision, like you said, all in, and then I've managed that decision. It was one decision that I'm going to be all in, and then I've kind of managed that decision throughout the journey. So it's been incredible, 50 episodes. It's been great to hear the testimonies. They of, are coming uh, in. Listen yeah. to this, guys. Listen, I'm inspired every day to be a good steward with my God-given resources, and I'm motivated to stay the course. I finally get to go to work with a smile on my face because it's all in perspective now. This is all, mm. this is off of the podcast right here and mm. off the radio show from Chris Brown's True Stewardship. I really feel this show's brought me closer to God. Ding, ding, ding. There you go, Chris. In the past, I've heard that the money I earn is God's money. I never wanted to believe it. Then I realized that, that the, the way I was managing the money was not getting me very far. Now I'm starting to tithe as of right now. I've not, I've not seen a difference in extra money coming in or any of that. I've noticed a difference in my spirit, though. Mm -hmm. And I believe the blessing will come. And I'm really enjoying my spirit, which has brought me closer to God Another one says the biblical money management principles taught by Chris Brown on your true stewardship have transformed my life for my husband and I. I am more excited than ever to continue to grow as a steward of God's resources and learn to use them for his glory. You're doing a great job, Chris. Keep it up, man. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, those are the kind of those those are the. The emails you receive and the reviews that you receive that really mean the most because you're seeing a difference in people's lives. You're seeing impact. It's it's changing their daily life. And so we were getting emails, some great emails from general managers of radio stations and, and, and people talking about the professional side of it, which, of course, means a lot. But those ones that talk about the impact, the real impact in people's life, of course, that's why we do this every day. That's why we put the headset on. And so it's been really, really cool. Um, Has your heart rate dropped yet? Because I know when you start, <laughs> when you first start a show like this, man, your heart's in your throat. It's like, so are you calming down a little bit? A little bit. The dynamics of, uh, of a studio, um, that probably has, but the impact of knowing that uh, you've got all these different, uh, you think about all the different variables out there. You've got all these different unique circumstances out there. You've got different geographic regions. Uh, one, one, I remember this one show. Um, where uh, someone called in from Dallas, and I said, how's it going there in Dallas? Like, all positive. And they just had a bunch of floods. <laughs> he was on the side of the road in a truck. Uh, I mean, I was like, I am such a loser. Um, but uh, there's just a lot. Of, you know, the pulse rate hasn't gone down when you think about, have to think about all those dynamics of what everyone's experiencing all over the world. Mm -hmm. And with a podcast, it really is all over the world, and you got to be sensitive to that. So that's been definitely very unique. So we're excited about the future. This is the 50th, uh, 50th of very many. And, um, and I think the future is going to be really bright. Well, I'm proud of you, proud of the team, proud of the show. And I know God's smiling on you because we see it because people's lives are being touched. Mm -hmm. So it, it's uh, it maybe an odd thing to say, but Chris Brown's true stewardship is being stewarded well. Mm -hmm. Congratulations on your 50th. Well, thank you so much. So the heartbeat is to make sure that... Um, 
you know, folks are stewarding their lives, stewarding their finances, their relationships better today than they were yesterday. That is our heart, that folks are stewarding their life better today than they were yesterday. That you, the listener, wherever you're at right now, that you are stewarding your life, your relationships, your time, your energy, your finances, that you're stewarding it better than you were yesterday because you know well, that you're a manager and that you're not the owner, that you, are, you have the privilege of managing God's blessings, God's way for God's glory. Well, let's get back to the phones. Again, this is Chris Brown's True Stewardship, and our first caller is Giovanni calling in from Miami, Florida. Giovanni, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Awesome. How can I help you? I have been a listener to uh, to you and also uh, Dave Ramsey, and I do believe what, for what he stands for. Um, I My significant other, though, uh, does not. She actually doesn't believe, and, you know, she doesn't even want to hear about anything that's got to do with uh, FPU. I am very motivated into getting financially situated, and I see uh, FPU as being a great opportunity because it's educational and um, it's, it's practical at the same time. But as you know, that's my biggest problem. You know, I can't convince her to, to do it and come along with me. And, and I do believe that something like this has got to be done together. There's no way that you can um, succeed, in my opinion, just doing it alone if you have a family because everyone has to be on board. So I'm calling you to see if you can give me some advice as to what to do and how can I, um, how can I get her on board. Back when you were first um, uh, exposed to these kind of truths, the whole uh, concept of Financial Peace University and total money makeover, uh, what was it that inspired you the most? Well, I mean, I we are we're in debt. We're in debt mainly for for university and, and educational costs. And um, maybe my parents were not able because they lacked the education uh, to provide for me. So that's mainly my inspiration. Yeah. So, Giovanni, the, what inspired you, what motivates you is the why. It's not the what. And it could it be that you are already know the why in your spirit, but all you've communicated to her is the what. You're starting with the what, and you never went back to the why. You're trying to introduce a new set of behaviors to her almost out of nowhere, and she doesn't really grasp the why yet. She hasn't been able to grasp the why for herself. She might have heard you maybe hint at the why a few times, but I wonder if you were to go back and maybe even apologize to her that uh, you came out of the gate swinging too much. You know, I'm not going to assume that you've been divisive or confrontational, but maybe you got to take her along with you. You've got to make sure that she's you've cast enough vision for her. What does the future look like going this route versus the other route? What does retirement look like? What does vacations look like? What do our future cars look like? Our future homes look like? What does giving look like? What does our church involvement look like going both directions? And if you cast a compelling vision for her, uh, this is how we get there, then I think you're going to have a better uh, better chance than just coming out with a what that we need to save and we need to not spend. Uh, I think you got to give her a little bit of a glimpse of that future. You might want to write it on paper, or you can talk about it. It can be verbal, or it can be expressed, written. But uh, you put two different um, scenarios down there. Okay, if we continue on this path at, um, let's say, 45 years old, we're going to have a negative net worth of 350000 and uh, we're going to feel completely 
strapped financially, um, or um, if we go this route, we're going to have a net, you know, a financial net worth of a million dollars at 45 years old, and we're going to be taking these kind of vacations. We're going to be giving. Uh, this is the way our life's going to look. Our kids are going to be in a great, um, a great school. Um, and just the way the two different futures look. The bottom line is, is sacrifice is absolutely no fun. And you're asking her to sacrifice, but sacrifice will do it as human beings when there's a reason. But when we don't have a reason, it is a lot more difficult to sacrifice. So I would just back up a little bit and kind of regroup. I just know when I first accepted Christ and I came home from college and I shoved Jesus down my mom's throat that she needed to change her life completely overnight, it did not go over well. And I would have been much better if I would have been grace-filled and love-filled and just cast vision for what this new relationship with Christ looks like and uh, how my life has completely changed and how and, 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 and not necessarily wanted to change her behavior overnight. So that would just be my thing is just maybe explain more of the why and the what if, the what if future questions. And that's kind of fun to dream together. So yeah, you're right. Uh, I do. I do need to uh, take a different approach. I actually, Giovanni, I would not be surprised that she doesn't want to go along with this right away. It is abnormal thinking. I said I'll pay for it. <laughs> you know, I, she doesn't. She doesn't even. She said it's a way. It will be a waste of money. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. You, yeah, Giovanni. From here on out, man, you are weird. You are abnormal. <laughs> you are not like the culture, and so you are swimming upstream. But. If you want to be positioned in a place where you can do what God asked you to do, unlike the rest of this culture, then uh, you got to stay strong and cast a lot of vision. And and listen, the word is powerful, so powerful. Yes. Use the scriptures. Don't just. It's not your idea. It's not Chris Brown's idea. It's not Dave Ramsey's idea. This is straight out of the scriptures. And so then you can kind of remove yourself out of the equation. If she's rejecting the concept, she's rejecting the concept from Jesus, not you. And if you guys can't see eye to eye on this, do not get married until you see eye to eye on this. Prolong the marriage until you see eye to eye. Okay. Thank you very much, Chris. And I really, really appreciate your words of wisdom. I really do. And uh, wish me luck. Yes. <laughs> hey, check in with us. Let us know how it's going. All right. Thank you. To start living smart with your money, you need a plan that works. Financial Peace University offers practical and easy-to-follow steps that have helped over 2.5 million families get out of debt and learn how to handle money God's way. You can take Financial Peace University in a local class, as a home study, or online. Take the first step towards changing your future with Financial Peace University and visit stewardship.com. That's stewardship.com, or you can call us at 866-357-3283. Again, that's 866-357-3283. You're listening to Chris Brown's True Stewardship. If you have a question for Chris, email him at chrisonair at stewardship.com. That's chrisonair at stewardship.com. Or call him at 866-357-3283. That's 866 866- Three five seven, three two eight three, and now we continue with Chris Brown's true stewardship. Here's Chris, folks. You are listening to the fiftieth episode of Chris Brown's True Stewardship. This email comes in from Linda. I am leaving the company that I have worked for over thirty years. My question is: Is it best to roll my pension over into an annuity or into an IRA until sixty-five? Also, another option is to take the money and pay the taxes and the penalty and pay off all my debt 
and work and save from there. I plan to work until at least 67 by God's grace, so I believe I can be in much better position at that time. Thanks for all your excellent advice. I love the show on my drive home every day. I would roll it into an IRA, Linda. That's kind of what I would do. And uh, I would not pay all those penalty and taxes. I would not take it out, um, the th- the, what you have in there. Don't do that. Um, just aggressively pay it on your debt, which means you're going to have to shave some stuff. You're going to have to sacrifice some things. But, um, and one other advice I'll tell you is stop all of your current retirement until you're out of debt. So that would be threefold. Roll it into an IRA, what you currently have. Don't pay penalty and taxes by taking it out. And I would stop all your current retirement until you're out of debt. That would be first priority. Thank you for your email, Linda. Our next caller is Pam calling in from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Pam, how you doing? I'm great. How about you? I'm very grateful. How can I serve you today? Well, my financial challenge is this. Frequently, I'm called on by family members or friends to help them out financially. Sometimes it's an emergency. Sometimes it's a need. Yet at the same time, I want to be a good steward. I don't mind sharing with people and blessing them, but it sometimes messes with my finances. And I want your thoughts on how to get past this. Mm, Yeah, this is definitely a wrestle, especially if you've been generous in the past. Usually that word gets around and you're now the place to go. Yes, <laughs> so yes. I know that from personal experience myself, and that's a good thing. But uh, you're trying to balance it because you're trying to be a good steward and manage God's blessings God's way for his glory. And you don't know whether you're enabling. I know that, Russell, and many of our listeners do as well. And here's what I would uh, encourage you to do. Uh, include um, coaching with your benevolence. So you're going to possibly give them a couple hundred dollars, or you're going to give them a hundred dollars for a, a current need, but only if... They sit down with you and learn how to do a budget. Only if they'll sit with you once a month for 30 minutes and go through some financial coaching. Now, if it's one of those situations where you knowing their personal finances is not appropriate, you can just talk about concepts, financial concepts. You don't have to get into their money and into their business. But um, And as soon as they're um, not wanting the accountability, well, then you know you need to stop. Because your main concern is them as a person, their character, building up who they are, not necessarily the short-term needs, but their long-term needs. You want to take care of, teach them how to fish instead of giving them a fish. And so Uh there's just a big difference because you're not always going to be there for them. So they've got to be able to help themselves. Proverbs 22, 26 says, be not one of those who gives pledges, who puts up security for debts. So my last bit of advice to you would be possibly not lending any money if there's a problem with them paying you back. I wouldn't lend money because then you're putting them in a spot where they're having to be in bondage. I would give money. Um, I wouldn't necessarily loan it because you're just opening yourself up to a bunch of tension, relational tension. It just it just happened to me a couple of years ago. I lent a friend $2,500, and um, it was a sure thing. I mean, he just needed it for a couple months. A couple months went by, gave me 100 bucks, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm patient. I didn't really need it. A um, couple months went by, and another $100. I'm like, well, this pace, he's going to pay it off when he's 93. <laughs> and so I had a little conversation with him. I said, hey, bud, you're obviously having trouble here. Uh, obviously, you need it. Um, I'm just going to give it to you. I don't want it to get in the way. And um, God's telling me to give it to you. And so I just gave it to him, and that was the best thing I ever did because it just mm. it just released the tension. And got a, you know, it's just one of those things where obviously he needed it. And if we were closer, if we weren't so far away, I would I would engage with him and some financial coaching. But for that one, it was a one-time thing. That was the last time I've, I've quote-unquote loaned somebody money. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a reminder of why we don't do that. So okay. that's what I would do. I would provide coaching with your benevolence. All right, Pam? Thank you. This email comes in from Roger. Hello, Chris. I've become a Dave Ramsey follower and have embraced the idea of no longer having debt. I started listening to your show, and I like the message of stewardship. But I'm confused about something. What does it mean when you say, for God's glory? I don't really know what that means or what behavior that entails. Can you shed some light on this for me? So I love it when people ask the questions that maybe several people are wondering, and they go ahead and they ask it. So I love that. The For God's glory is the why behind everything. Why do we want to be successful financially? Is it for us? Is it so we can have more buying power? Is it so that we can, have, we can stay awake at night? Is it so that uh, we can feel good about ourselves because we passed on money to the next generation? And the answer is no, no, and no. The whole answer is that we are going to use money as a tool for God's kingdom, for his glory. So if that this uh, success in finances um, leads to having more money for generosity, having more money for feeding the poor, having more money for um, uh, building the local church and for ministering to people, for single moms and uh, mosquito nets and and uh, wells being dug, it's, it's so... F- we can point people towards Jesus, and uh, sometimes it's even just the preaching of the gospel. You know, the gospel uh, is free, but it's not freely preached. And so we can live our life pointing people towards what a godly life looks like. That's what we want money to be. We want it to be a tool to do that, not so that we can drive a fancy car. Not, there's nothing wrong with that. Everything needs to point back to Jesus. And so that's what God's glory means, for God's glory. Again, stewardship is managing God's blessings, God's way. And four, God's glory. That is the what, God's blessings, the how, God's way, and that is the why, for God's glory. True stewardship. Well, thank you for the email, Roger. And thank you to all of you who have emailed in at chrisonair at stewardship.com. I do want to thank you all for joining us for the 50th episode of Chris Brown's True Stewardship. Obviously, I want to thank Dave for jumping in and giving us his time. And this wraps up this 50th edition of Chris Brown's True Stewardship, brought to you by Ramsey Solutions. Now, this is normally the point in radio shows where the show hosts ask you, the show listener, for your financial support. But we're here as a free service. But in order to be able to continue, we need your help. By one, listening to the show and telling your friends. Number two, check out stewardship.com. And for you podcast listeners, would you consider leaving a review, only a nice one, on iTunes? It's been an honor to serve you today. As always, let's stay connected at Chris Brown on air on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Today, we have been reminded that God has a lot to say about money. So until next time, let's continue to manage his blessings, his way, and for his glory. God bless you.
looking for more than just a job? Look in the right place. For a career that inspires you, visit ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. You want to feel connected, at one with your world, informed, included, and inspired. So no matter where you are, have an accident on the expressway. when important things happen, you see this man, contact authorities we're here at all hours, in the moment, on every device in your life. Your local radio and TV broadcasters. We investigate and inform. Our political investigation saved taxpayers. Give back to the community. Our radio station is now accepting donations to help rebuild this community. Even save lives. It's time to just hunker down. It's too late now to leave. America's number one source for news, weather, and information. On your radio, TV, computer, tablet, and smartphone. We are broadcasters. Always here for you, wherever here may be. Tell Washington local stations matter by texting RADIO to 52886. Furnished by NAB and the station, message and data rates may apply. Hey, it's Ben Armstrong, host of Church of the Week. And if you would like your church to be featured on our airwaves as the Church of the Week, go to our website, faithtalk1500.com. Click on Ministries and then scroll down to Church of the Week. Again, click on Ministries and scroll down to Church of the Week. That way your church and pastor could be the featured Church of the Week. And don't forget to tune in at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to hear this week's featured Church of the Week on Faith Talk 1500. Hi, I'm Peter Nielsen, and I'm excited to say that my new home for Peter's Principles Radio is right here on Faith Talk 15. 15-